Welcome to another edition of Birds of a Feather. This is your girl AJ, the Suburban Princess, with a few thoughts pre-game since the Eagles will be playing at 425 today. I have time to reflect and hopefully watch some excellent football before the Eagles stress me out um, to kind of bite off a tweet I just saw by uh, Kiana, one of my favorite Eagle tweeter bird gang people. But I just want to say that this game doesn't have to be the intense game that it looks like it's going to be because subconsciously we played this team before so we should all know that we should expect at least a good game if not a win i'm hoping and praying that the eagles don't make this a drag it out scratch it um slow drag of a win because i really would like to see them like whatever they don't do right in the first half to totally improve and step on their throats at the end of the second half because if there's one thing that's already showing right now in the first five games is slow starts and like i said before i know in the history of the eagles they've always kind of started slow i guess when they're figuring out their opponent um all the the pre-planned plays sometimes don't always pan out or they either pan out very well in the beginning and then all of a sudden they forget how to improvise at the end but either way they've been very disjointed for the first three games and I didn't want to get all you know worried about it because I thought you have to deal with the fact there's a lot of injuries Sproles is still not playing since uh, game one or two or whatever he's he stopped playing I think after game one and uh, obviously then Hammy is something that they're worried about or they're just scared to use him too much or maybe they'll put him in today and just substitute him for like one yard TD runs or whatever if Wendell Smallwood's not doing it I'm just hoping they show a lot of like substitutions that come out of nowhere and surprise us. Like I want Doug to not be conservative anymore. I want him to bring out all the fierceness that they brought out during the championship game in early 2018. Or I want them to show at least some different looks that they haven't shown before so that everyone knows that they're on the same page that they need to um, improvise a lot better. Because I think if anything, you don't have to know stats, you don't have to, you know, necessarily go by the eye test. But the feel overall is that the Eagles don't know what their identity is right now, because they're still kind of working through not working with a full staff on top of the fact that there's injuries that are seeming to hinder the ability of Jason Peters. And uh, uh, Wisniewski, I heard, is going to be replaced by Isaac Siamalo today. So I'm hoping that means there's going to be more push up front for the O-line so that Carson can stay up on his feet all day. Um, I'm hoping that maybe uh, Lane Johnson will get his ass together because he was looking kind of a mess last week. And I just want them to ride into the, the to the London game with confidence that they can win games back to back again so that they can get a streak. They have to do the one win at a time mentality now. Now it's next man up. It's all that stuff that basically helped them when they were kind of lagging in the postseason after Carson went down and they have to kind of rediscover themselves. Football I've learned now is all about scheme and it's all about learning how to plug things plug the right people in when you need to, uh, when you're losing some of your best players. And, you know, sometimes you're just going to get beat. They just got beat in Tennessee. They just got beat in Tampa. And now that those games are behind them, as much as we couldn't really predict when the season first came, uh, the schedule first came out, we didn't know what the wins or losses. I mean, most people thought 4-0. I didn't see that. I thought every game would be a kind of like a battle just because now they do have the target on their back. But and I only got a little deterred because Corey hadn't really practiced a lot this week. And then they listed him as questionable today. But I'm praying that the old Corey will come out and that they won't quit on him just like they did during that Titans game. Because that's basically what led to overtime and why they ended up losing. They kind of went they went away from the run. And regardless of whether Ajayi is playing with a fractured back, we need to realize that he's also not... Um, He's not weak. He's one of those players that he will play through pain. I mean, at this point, his knees apparently haven't been as good since Miami anyway. And he's done this this much 
going this far as the Super Bowl. So I don't think Ajayi is a weak link, but I also don't think they will rely on him as much this season as they did last year because LeGarrette Blount isn't there to kind of stomach all most of the carries that say Corey Clement didn't get. So everybody I feel like has a hand in this. And I feel like all these team, like every person on this team now is literally part of one hand. And, you know, there is a verse about that in scripture about every member of the branch is part of the tree, you know, that whole thing. So they have to kind of go in that mentality that every man is important for every single snap of every single game. And you just have to mentally be on the same page. I personally am not worried about Michael Bennett starting over uh, Derek Barnett and um, Chris Long taking his spots because I think the issue with the O-line too, I mean, D-line sometimes was that they had too many people. So I'm not worried about the D-line as much as I'm more worried about the O-line. The O-line seemed to be a sudden uh, shock of weakness uh, the last two games. And I think that's why they lost back-to-backs um, the, uh, at split two and one and one two, because maybe earlier in the season, Jason Peters was fine. But then when he took himself out in the first game, you kind of thought, okay, here we go again. Maybe his injury is playing mind tricks with him. Um, I also just think he's been in the NFL so long that he knows when his body doesn't feel strong and he doesn't want to be a liability. But it's also annoying when you feel like that's the main reason why sometimes the O-line doesn't stay uh it doesn't stay uh, stable because he takes himself out. Now, I'm praying if Vitae does have to play for whatever reason from this point on till they have the bye, I'm praying that Vitae has a lot more confidence than he showed in the preseason and the first couple games. But I'm trying not to panic because a lot of people were totally panicking and you would it would think that we already had our bye week because it felt like there was nothing but bad vibes and nothing but worry. And then suddenly all of a sudden Wentz haters came out of the left left field saying, you know, he may not live up to the to the quarterback ability that Foles did in the in the postseason. And I don't even want to hear that crap, because first of all, Wentz has the mental capacity to do anything he wants. The problem is he doesn't he doesn't always have the supporting players. And yes, we have heard this before with McNabb. If he'd have had the wide receivers, this, that, and the other. The difference with McNabb is as great as the athlete as this was and as talented as he was, he also didn't have the touch of the ball. Yes, Carson's balls may salt well sail every now and then, and sometimes he will be totally off. But the difference between him and McNabb was McNabb always threw a bullet, but he never knew how to aim. And that was the biggest problem. Because he threw amazing throws, but Sometimes it just was like, where are you going? Why are you throwing into the ground? Sometimes Carson does that at the weirdest times, but not as frequently. That's the difference. Their um, feel and their touch is totally different from each other's uh, quarterback play. So, And, you know, Carson may not be as athletic as McNabb because McNabb is obviously one of the greatest Eagles of all time. But the problem is mentally, I don't think McNabb was always there, whereas I think Carson is there all the time. The problem is... You know, he has a lot of physical ailments now at this point he has to think about. You know, his knee may hold him back from time to time from wanting to sprint as much as he could, whereas McNabb would just take the freak off. And he was a huge man to bring down. So Carson's a big guy, too, but he can't get as fast unless he has that blocking. So and there were times that Carson just totally just ran faster than he needed to, to run in the past. But he had to make a way out of no way, whereas I think McNabb had a little bit more help than uh, Wentz does right now because his O-line is suffering right now. But hopefully it will not be a liability from this point forward. I hope by the time they're in London, there is a continuity amongst this team because I'm not used to hearing so many negative things lately because we've kind of took a two-year vacation from kind of hearing bad things about this team since Carson's rookie year. So I'm not ready to put the panic button on. But to me, between now and this next game, when they play the Giants on Thursday night, it will determine to me whether or not this team is capable of uh, redeeming 
a playoff run. So one game at a time. Let's not call this one a rematch because these are two different teams now. You got a different quarterback on the Vikings. No more normal case Keenum. Kirk Cousins is way more accurate. And you got a couple guys on their um, O-line that are kind of fierce. So the D-line's got a lot going through them. But I think the offense might feed today more than the defense simply because um, their defense is definitely not as strong as the Eagles' defense. So, yes, there are going to be technicalities and certain people that are not going to be there. I mean, we still don't have as many deep threats as we used to, like Mac and Alshon. But hopefully, maybe, you know, we'll get some DeAndre Conner action. Maybe sometimes we'll get um, the occasional uh, good run by Wendell Smallwood, because if you keep feeding him, he looks like he's starting to figure it out. Um, but I just would prefer Corey to kind of take over the running uh, most of the day today because I feel like he has the capability to get there. And he's kind of smooth when he runs, so I feel like he may not have to really – you know, get his quad, you know, too, uh, too overworked if he runs certain ways and certain routes that make him not have to really force it. I feel like Corey has a very smooth one run, whereas Ajayi kind of is, he's just a warrior. He'll just fight through it. And I just worry that if he gets hit too many times in the back, he might be gone for the rest of the year. So I'm hoping that that Nigerian rebellious British spirit he has, um, will, tame himself to at least be able to think through every single run and and keep his body in check so there's just a lot of things mentally that basically come down to it and I just pray that the Eagles just be on the same page from this point forward and even if they do lose I hope they just don't lose in the way that they have you know there's one thing if they just got beat I think Tampa was just a game they got beat yeah they could have won it but they just got beat Titans they coughed up a huge lead and so I think with Tampa they just kind of just fought back and forth. And I think Fitzpatrick just had a field day, but I think Jalen Mills is obviously one of the guys on the cornerbacks who you need, need to watch to see if he gets burned again today, or if Jalen is just out of position. Let's see if Jalen Mills gets some help. Let's see if Malcolm Jenkins steps up. Let's see if Sidney Jones makes a name for himself today. Cause Lord knows I really want that kid to burst because I feel like all that time that he spent a year and a half out, not starting, he could have the opportunity to start soon and maybe get the heat off of Jalen that he's getting. But I also do think that Jalen needs to not be so sensitive. And I know that's coming from someone who is totally sensitive. But in football, you can't get so far having thick, thin skin. So I think with Jalen, he just needs to put his, his focus on his play and just try to not overthink every single move. So all in all, like I said, don't call it a rematch. Just call it a fun game. One win at a time. Let's go, Birds. I'll be back at the end of the game to uh, give my part two commentary. Thanks for listening. Go birds, cheer. Fourth and John guys, have a ball. And hopefully I will be at a tailgate soon. And uh, yes, go birds, go bang. Go get them. <laughs> you know what I mean. Thanks for talk listening and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Take care.